What's up, soul workers? Welcome to this Saturday Night Soul Session live with me, LC, and you. And man, I'm super grateful to be here. I'm sporting my new SEC gear for my good friend, Chip, my Chip Dip. I want to thank you for setting me straight with my SEC gear and adding to this amazing collection that I'm so proud of all the time, Arkansas. I love it representing my chip dip. So I'm so, so grateful to be here tonight, but I got to confess, I dropped the ball. I literally completely dropped the ball on tonight and I'm going to let you in on it. And, you know, I'm going to also tell you why it's so important that I even bring this up because tonight we're going to talk about the mind, body, spirit, recovery, and rediscovery process. As I continue on this recovery journey and I continue to see so many human beings talk about recovery and having what they're calling a spiritual awakening, I just thought how amazing would it be to kind of end season four with the process, the mind, body, spirit process. And in actuality, it's actually the mind, spirit, body process, but the recovery process takes us through all of it. And sometimes we don't put it all together as what it truly is. And we separate ourselves between new age thinkers and faith-based thinkers. And really this has nothing to do with any of that. The recovery process teaches us that we have to change our mindset, then we have to heal our emotions, and we have to bring our bodies into balance and in healthier forms in order to create and lead a life we love. So it was amazing that I'm here to do this tonight, and it's also amazing that I dropped the ball tonight. Everything happens for a reason. I was supposed to have Carrie Life Coach, a, an amazing influencer over on Instagram. And I hate using that word. That's just the word I'm using because that's the word that is used. But she's a great, just um, uh, just really is a beautiful life force over on Instagram. And she's not, I guess, necessarily in that recovery only space but she's a life coach and that's part of what we need in recovery we got to learn how to live again or for me it was the first time without being you know under the influence and i was supposed to have her on tonight and i dropped the ball on the dates and so i got to this place when i read her she sent me a message on instagram and it was completely just opening and embracing and not you know not condemning or anything and i felt really bad like for a minute i went into like my you know fight or flight kind of mode my immediate embarrassed and oh my gosh this has happened and i you know how quickly our tools go to work a lot of different things started happening in my mind where you know i reminded myself we don't beat ourselves up for stuff like this it was really truly a human mistake then i reached out to you know my good friend pamela and and just kind of said this is where i'm at and i and you know it's amazing to have good solid um you know just healed friends in your life and relationships because they can then remind you hey you're human 
And she was right. I, I have so much going on. I do all of this, most of this on my own with the help of Pamela, who makes a lot of my great little promo things and keeps you guys informed and lets y'all know. Pamela is amazing to have her business and her family and all the stuff that she does in her, you know, continued education to be here to help me out with this stuff as well. And I'm so appreciative for her. But other than just, you know, me and Pamela, I work a full-time labor-intensive job and, you know, it's been real busy with me trying to go out on my own that I li literally just dropped the ball on this, had it set in a calendar for next weekend. So here we are. And the greatest thing about recovery is that this would have been something I would have mercilessly beat myself up over when I got into my recovery process. And it is only honestly been probably the last two, maybe three years that I began like this awakening to who I truly am past and the emotional healing part that I have developed this ability to remember that I'm human and that because it was not an intended, you know, slight that it just is. And it's not, it, it makes it easy to own your own shit, shortcomings, flaws, whatever it is, mistakes. It's so much easier to own that when you start to begin the healing process. And so I, I really am grateful that this happened because, you know, of course, Carrie's awesome and, and Carrie completely understood. Also, a you know, healing human being completely understood. We're going to set up a special live in January. So y'all can look forward to that. Head over to Instagram and check her out in the meantime at care at Carrie Life Coach. She's got some amazing content. She is, you know, from what I can tell, just a beautiful human being. And I'm so grateful for her to you know, to give me this grace. And I'm grateful to myself for giving me grace as well for this. And so wherever you are on that spectrum, whether you are in the space of, of on your healing process and you completely understand and you feel like, oh, I'm there too, whether you're somewhere in the middle trying to get there and from the old way, or if you're just stuck in that space where you can't let yourself off the hook, then tonight's message is absolutely going to be for you because this is what we're going to talk about. I'm going to make this a three-part series. We're going to start with the mind because that's where everything starts. There's no action we take or emotion we feel that is not connected to our thoughts. So we're going to learn how to build a warrior mindset right here tonight. And I hope you'll take whatever you learn here, take what resonates with you. The rest do the investigations as Jason Rudin and Charlie say on the no, no way out or the way out my, <laughs> the way out podcast, you know, run the experiments, run the experiment. And if it doesn't take then you tried something and something else will come along. But I hope that you'll take this and put it into practice. And I hope I can convey it in a way that is full of grace 
inspiration, information, and motivation, and I hope that it will bless your life. So we're getting ready to get into that. But while you're doing your holiday shopping, do not forget to pick up Pamela Topchian's book. I didn't come this far to only come this far. Her memoir and life story that is absolutely inspiring. It's informing, and it's about a healing journey. So if you're on your own healing journey, feeling called to one, you know, grab this book because it will help you honestly kind of know where you are in the process as well. And it's full of amazing information, inspiration, and motivation. So pick that up, go to Amazon. I didn't come this far to only come this far or really just type in Pamela Topgian because she's got some amazing original art pieces on there as well. Um, and stick around to the end because she and hypno uh, breakthrough hypnotherapy are going to offer our audience an amazing free gift. So stick around to the end to get that information. Also, I have referred to this book, The 12 Universal Laws of Success by Herbert Harris, many times over even this, probably over every season of the Recovery Soul Food podcast and, and even the live videos. It's been a, it's a staple in my world. So it dawned on me that maybe y'all may want to pick that up. And so I put this information, you can pick this up too on Amazon. I'd go to Herbert Harris as well, because I think, I'm not sure if this is his only book or not, but it's an amazing book. This is where we talked about the information last week of 25 being the second stage of life. And that's generally when addictions kind of set in and stuff. So, you know, while you're doing that, pick those books up. Your life will be enhanced and enriched if you do and give them as a gift to somebody else. Um, man. I'm so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful y'all are here. So if we're ready to get into this Saturday Night Soul session, live with me, LC, then let's go. Dance like there's no tomorrow. Hey! Hey! What's up, Soul Warriors? Thank you. Thank you for being here. We got some amazing people already in the house. Mr. Martin John Garcia, my brother, a man who has dedicated his entire life to a healing process and, you know, connect with Martin John as well. He has got the Recover Yourself um, podcast. He's on Instagram at Martin John. He is a recovery mentor and he's doing big things and if you want help in your healing process i guarantee you that's the guy to go to he's part of the reason i'm sitting here now ah pamela topgian's here beautiful 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 i got uh my uh facebook user i don't know your name so merry christmas to you brandy you're here uh 
Let's see. Let's see. Tanya Brown, what's up? Tammy P, I love you, love you, love you. If I haven't called you out, it's just because StreamYard only shows me so many. Give them permission to show your name and profile and they'll share it with me. But we're everywhere. Thank you, Martin John. That's right. At Recovery Mentor. Connect with him. Healing is a process. Like we never get it done, but we got to start somewhere. And I really, really, really have been thinking over my own process this these this past couple weeks, really, because I'm starting a new business. And when you start something like that and you step out on faith in anything, all of your stuff comes up like this is where your tools and all the stuff that you know like it starts to bring up things about yourself that you get to work on and that's what the gift is about it and we stop suffering when we think we're not supposed to suffer please remember that please remember that but when i started thinking over all of the things that i was you know going through and starting this new venture i really it took me back to the beginning of the process and and i just became intrigued that i just seemed to be like just downloading all of this information that i had not been accessing for so long i felt like i was in like a a writer's block or a creative block to be honest you know because i just couldn't get to those things mary huffman what's up what's up ah love you love you love you so you know i started thinking about it and and re my recovery process really has been a mind body whole spirit connection because when i just tried to work on the the kind of mind thing where i was just trying to stay sober you know just stay sober that'll fix everything and and getting deeper and deeper in darkness because it wasn't fixing anything. I mean, it was, it, it honestly was adding more to my already like heavy load because now I was trying to fight my only coping skill. And so it became this battle that I was never going to win as long as it, as I kept coming at it from like a cerebral place. This is what I got to do. Very uh, left brain, I guess, you know, logical. This is what I got to do. And everything changes. And to a place where, you know, I realized that, oh my gosh, it's got to be much more than this. And that awareness came in a moment too. It, it came in all honesty. And all transparency, I hope this isn't a trigger warning. Oh, I should give a trigger warning. I think I just gave it. But, you know, the moment I was standing there, my wife had just given me like this mainline shot. I was experiencing all the things that addiction brings to you. Jail, I, I mean, just everything falling apart. You're broke. I mean, all the stuff. And let this nine-month thing happen. And I'm standing there waiting for my immediate pain relief to take effect and not just physical pain, but emotional pain, like everything comes to a halt in that moment. And so I'm standing there waiting for it. It hits. And I realize in that moment that I I'm miserable and I am about to lose everything in my life again if I move forward in this path, but I knew how it ended up. And I was standing in the midst of, you know, they say, sometimes you learn a lesson if you don't go all the way to its end before you turn around and just get up. That was this moment. I had not taken it all the way to the end, but I was on my way. 
And I had this realization as that feeling overtake to, uh, overtook my body and, and my mind and realizing that this is not the answer. It's actually our problem, but we, th there has to be something, something's got to change. And I knew that it started with my mind because I knew that my mind was a high percentage of my suffering, if not all of it, because everything starts in thought. Like the action is, or, or, or the sequence is, you know, we have the thought that then goes into emotion and from emotion, we take action. And when we are in that, that active addiction to substance process or addiction to anything, in all honesty, that's what's happening. You know, thought, emotion, action. It doesn't feel like it because before we become conscious and aware of the actual process, it seems like it goes that fast you think relapse boom but i learned when i took uh anger management in those very early days i'm telling y'all y'all i was reaching out for everything because i knew that my old ways was not going to be enough and some of the things i was going to have to change so i just went for everything i was reading and i hated to read i was reading and listening and all my senses were filled with new and it felt really uncomfortable. And I took anger management was one of my things because I was, I knew I was going to die of a pure heart attack. I had a teenage son at this time who I had helped, you know, create problems in him and that, and I'm trying to, you know, do this healing thing and stuff like that. So I, I knew I was going to die of a heart attack if I didn't get a hold of this anger problem. And I could identify that as my biggest problem at that time. So I kind of started from the outside in, yet from the inside out. So the easiest for me was anger. So I took anger management. And the reason that I started, um, the reason I started getting conscious was because that's what the man said. What are the things that start leading up to you exploding? And I thought, well, I don't have anything. It's just thing trigger boom trigger boom and he said no it's not and that's when i started learning how to kind of slow down and start realizing that yes it is a process and if i start becoming aware that there's a process then i can start to understand like what that process is and i can get there in the middle and interrupt it and i was a big 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 interrupter that was one of the biggest things in my early recovery was interrupting a thought process that would, before I knew it, I was deep in it, down in it, you know, and it would be so much about the past, like the same story because, and this is something you'll get if you hook up with Martin John, the same story that I had always been living under, which was the trauma tape that was in my mind. And it, it was a, it was a tape created out of pure survival, but it was also keeping me on this loop of, you know, personal shame, body dysmorphia, um, why me victim consciousness. I remember when I first heard that, I thought, what is that? Well, it was that loop that just kept going around. And around and therefore it was attracting out 
you know, like it was, I, I was putting that out unknowingly and it kept coming back. So it just kept reiterating the story that I was living under. And that is what was creating the suffering in my life. And, you know, it was in that, that moment that I started, you know, realizing that this was going to have to change. And I, I also had to get to the bottom. I, I, I didn't want to suffer for suffering's sake. So that was one of the big things that came. That was one of my big motivations for stepping into all this. And I guess in all honesty, that came before the realization of my mind had it had to change. I was tired of suffering. Just tired of it. Like I was so because uh, I've been suffering my whole life. I was 40, almost 40 years old. Um, not, yeah, I was in my late 30s when I actually stepped into recovery healing process. I was sick of suffering. And so it was from that uh, awareness and moment that I, I moved into, okay, what's the common? Oh, it's that mind. Oh, there it is again. There it is. There it is. There it is. And this would be the time that that Bob, if any of you've heard me tell my story, that Bob Proctor video came on television and I had only known who he was because I had seen The Secret a couple years before, which if you're looking for a manifestation movie, that's not really the one that, you know, I know it's changed a lot of people's lives because it's opened up, you know, a lot of people's awareness to different things. But at the same time, like that's not the process. So, you know, beware of that, but let it open you up. So I had only known him from from that. And I listened to this webinar like I moved. I made everybody be quiet outside the door. I mean, I was serious about this. y'all. I was sick of suffering and I had to take action. And. I was listening to him talk about, well, all the, you know, the, the laws of cause and effect and all the things that, that made sense to me. They, they just clicked in with me and I thought, oh, I can work with that. And so, but what I heard him say consistently was about gratitude. And then when he told me, you know, about this gratitude practice, you know, of picking out, writing it down the 10 things and all that. Y'all know the story. I could only write down one, but I had the same things in my life. See, my story was telling me something different. My story was telling me that I was failing my family, that I was, you know, failing my life, that I was letting everybody down. And that shame just fueled, you know, the action of continuing to cover up that pain. And so I couldn't see through that lens, how to be grateful. So I tell you, to be honest, I don't even remember what that one thing was that I honed in on, but I kept doing it. Like I was so desperate to stop being desperate and suffering that, you know, I was willing to do, you know, whatever felt right and aligned to me at the time. And I didn't know that word. I didn't know what that was. I just knew that, you know, it just fit. It's like a needle hitting the groove on an album. It just fit. And so that's what I started doing. And I started doing that gratitude. And I was connecting with that one thing, that one thing just every day. And it got to where I wouldn't move 
from this little space, you know, I would, and not, not, I didn't create a space. I would just sit somewhere still and I would really connect with that and really try to, you know, just feel it. Let the thought, let the thought create an emotion and then that emotion connect, you know, in, in my body and, and, and everything. And then I could move through action because it started slowly changing my lens. And I know it sounds, you know, I know what it sounds like, but it's true. And we're started, we're hearing this in every recovery modality that gratitude is a very, is a spiritual practice because it begins to change your lens and helps you begin to see more things, things that are in your life that are already there that you can just change your perception of and they become, you know, I mean, my, my family to this day, I, I see them in such a different, I'm not placing the responsibility of my happiness onto my family anymore. You know, I know that my happiness doesn't belong to them. And what a burden to lift off of other people and yourself, because inevitably, if your happiness lives in somebody else, and, and they're having to take responsibility that they don't even know they've taken on, you're going to be disappointed. That story has no other way to end up than what you are focused on. What we care about on a daily basis is the driving force of our life's experience. So what we give our attention to just constantly has no choice but to show up because that's the lens we can see. And so gratitude began to change that. And I know a lot of you already hear, like, this is just a, a part of your life already. Like, let's hear it for gratitude, right? Gratitude changed lives. But I know that a lot of you already do that. So if you all are here and you have processes that are unique or whatever, drop them in the chat, because I think this is an amazing community to help each one of us, you know, share our experiences. And that's how we all grow and are introduced to new information. If we shut down an idea because of a word that someone uses like consciousness and we say, oh, no, that's too spiritual for me, then we really cut ourselves off from just learning new things, you know, and, and that's, that's part of that healing and opening process. Gratitude will help you get there too. Excuse me, but that's what it was. And through that gratitude, I started asking different questions. Um, I, I really started asking different questions in my life. Um, and, and is basically, is there another way that I can see this situation? Because I was, you know, like like a lot of us are highly reactive. I thought that's I thought what we got is what we got. You know, I didn't really have a lot of hope in my life because, again, the story that's playing constantly. Can I keep saying this? The story and the theme of the story that's continuously playing is how we're going to see like that's your filter. And so through gratitude, I started being able to see, number one, that it wasn't all about me. And I use something simple. And I know Martin John connects to this, too, because he's talked about this in some of his content. I used a traffic. Traffic was very simple for me because I was a crazy driver, always enraged. I was very safe, 
but I was very judgmental too, because I thought everybody else should be what I considered safe. And so when someone cut me off, it was very personal. Or, you know, if someone followed too close, very personal. And so I started using these very basic things, anger, anger management, gratitude, gratitude. And then I started grabbing at the things that were most prevalent. So what was it that I thought continuously in traffic was that these people who I didn't know, strangers to me, were personally attacking me on the road because my happiness lived in everybody else acting right, you know? That's what happens when it's all out there. And uh, I started taking those things apart. I started asking myself, is there a different way I can see this? So then I started kind of lying to myself in certain ways. You know, the guy would cut me off and I would ask myself in that moment, you know, is there a different way I can see this? And then I tell myself this new story about how he was, you know, running late for work because, you know, his toddler was sick and coughing this way. It, whatever it was to bring just another way to begin to look at it. Because as the process goes, you, you will heal to the place where you realize it ain't about him. It's about you. And, and where, what is your, what, what can I do in this moment, you know, like for me to heal me? Because whatever I'm looking at is a mirror of what, you know, is, is going out. So, you know, I, I began to just interrupt that moment and become aware of that story, the common denominator story, you know, and, and I started to change that little by little. I was crazy about these, these processes because they were helping me and I could see like, literal changes in my everyday just just feelings i started feeling lighter i started feeling just better it wasn't an overnight thing it took effort and you know that it was worth it though it was starting to show me because when we start to become aware we that awareness grows within us and then we begin to be even high, more highly aware and we see these little changes no matter how minute they are they're they're almost as big as as big as you can imagine and now to me like they're they're all miracles all the same these miracles are amazing and they were honestly already happening. I just couldn't see them because of this filter. So, you know, ask yourself a new question. You know, find the common denial. Don't be afraid to own your shit. It's the only way that this can start. You know, that this can only start when we bring it on home to us and we say, well, if I can't wish all the change on everybody else, if I can't wish the change on life, then the only thing, place I got to work is here, is me. And, you know, that's what you don't have to feel guilty and shameful and all that for what your shit is. If it's 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 resting in that place, it comes to lay in that vessel of, you know, I got to start with me. And then you you become, you know, light and energy in the world. 
because as you start with you, it, it radiates out. You know, we don't have to do a bunch of stuff to change the world. We got to start here with us and the world truly does change. And, you know, so get in that place where you're asking a different question. You know, it can, is there a different, could there possibly be a different story here? Um, and that was that, that really, after I asked those different questions, that's when I started becoming aware of the stories. So it was kind of that perfect, uh, perception versus truth. You know, what am I putting on this? Is this my perception? What's true? What's true is I don't know this guy in traffic. Like, I don't know him at all. So he's obviously not personally getting after me. He's not just personally trying to ruin my day. He doesn't even know he has that power. So it's got to be me here. So that was that was huge, huge in creating a new mindset for me. And then I came to this place of that self-talk. And I've also added the self-thought. And that comes in because all of those thought loops, that story, is creating emotions within us. And when we are, you know, I remember the moment that I realized I was living as a victim because I would replay that trauma over and over and over again in my head. It was part of my daily thought process and story. And I didn't realize that each each time I had those thoughts or those emotions, I completely physically put myself back in that situation because my brain began to fire off all of that, those hormones and those chemicals that were telling me to survive. And so it was, it was turning the volume up on the story, turning it up. And so, you know, I, I remember that I was just sitting somewhere whenever that information, like, I don't know if I, I think I was watching something on television and it just came like that. And it connected with me in such a way that it immediately, common word, gave me awareness. Like I was immediately aware of, oh my gosh, I do have the the you know the power of healing the power of of choice i can and power of thought i can interrupt this and remind myself that i'm not there and that's when i started the uh, everybody hates this one the the forg forgiveness process and that's when when i realized that i had the power and what forgiveness actually meant that forgiveness was not for the other person. It was not to bless the other person. It was honestly to begin to repair my inside. Because holding on to all of that and building an identity around it, this was who I was, was showing itself in my, my body. And when you don't care about a body, you put it through literal hell, through actions mixed with emotions. You do like, like it was just like I was slowly dying, to be honest, all to hold. I was dying to hold on to this identity that I knew, which was victimized, which was, you know, no good. 
the family fuck up. You know, can't I can't do anything but addiction right. You know, that was that was all an identity. And through all the the other practices, I had started getting evidence that things could change. That I could in change from the inside out. And so when I got to this place of forgiveness, it was almost the next natural step in this healing process. And it was hard. And it still can be because, you know, trauma lives in the body and years and years and years and years later, you know, all of a sudden that can just come up out of nowhere. And a lot of times it'll come up and, and, and either tell you that it's moved through because you won't feel the same or it'll still have some little things to work on. And maybe that never ends. But the fact is, is that you are changing you know, into your, your healing. And therefore it's not always affecting you in that same way. And you develop some really amazing tools that you can use that are healthy in those moments that it does come back up. And so, you know, that was a huge, huge factor in me changing my mindset and and healing was realizing that it's forgiveness was for me it wasn't for them and i you know used the tools and asked myself a different story i started to understand my mom on a different level i started trying to look at what it was like and i didn't excuse her for things that's not what this is about i just started looking at a different perception and I, I, I began to be able to give compassion in, in certain ways. And we, we talked about a lot of stuff, too. That was in that process. You know, there were some things I wanted to know. And I had the ability, and I'm grateful for that, that I had the ability to have her here and be able to talk to her and, you know, be able to, you know, to heal through that relationship because a lot of the relationships in our lives are representing places in us that maybe we need to heal. Maybe, you know, we're operating in true alignment or, you know, because relationships are, are like the boot camp of healing processes. You know, they will get, they will point things out in you on a daily. And so, you know, I was, I, there were there were people in my life like my grandparents that were so important to me that I would never get to have that experience with them. Um, and and so a lot of that process I had to do with people that were already passed on. You know, some of the people were here, some I could never talk to some, you know, you know, so there was a lot to do in that process. And it was in that process. Excuse me, that I did reach out and start to work with like a recovery mentor i actually in some of that process uh, martin john doesn't know this but i was in some of that process when i met him and you know he helped me a lot with a lot of the content that he brought in our conversations and so you know i also invested in working with a with a trauma trauma-informed life coach uh, it regulate with Amy on Instagram. Um, Amy Guerrero, she was a godsend in my life because she started helping me get deeper with the process. 
and really kept bringing things back home. So it was really good to have that support. Um, and I was going to therapy and I still go to therapy, but um, it was good to have all of that support surrounding me to help me kind of through this, these processes. And so if, if you're looking for healing, I promise you healing information shows up in your life. Like I said, I was watching something on TV and in a moment, there was just something that was said that clicked it all into place for me about forgiveness. I think it was probably Joyce Meyer. And I think the saying that she said, which I think was by someone else, but she said, um, forgiveness. Oh, how was it? Something about, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But it was something about, you know, you drinking poison and wanting them to die. That was kind of the same thing. And I realized in that moment when I heard that, that that was exactly where I was. I was letting myself be darkened and eaten away from a soul to the outside because, you know, uh, of giving that power away. So in those processes, I started taking my power back as well. This entire process to creating a new mindset has a common theme. And that common theme is awareness. It's a slowing down of, of just going or reacting. And when you start to learn your own processes, how you're processing through, when you start to become aware of where you are, because you got to know where you are to even begin this journey. So when you start kind of looking at common themes in your life, you know, or slow down, slow down and just start kind of seeing that what keeps showing up. And by that, then you can start to see what your story is. And then you'll know what your filter is, you know, and finding out the filter and realizing that just like on the phone, you can change the filter. You can change the filter in your life. Become aware of, of the suffering. You know, I, I didn't want to suffer for suffering's sake. That's what I said in the beginning. That was my whole point. So to me, suffering for suffering's sake was what I was doing. I was suffering for nothing but to continue to be all the things I didn't want to be, to be in the places in life and in myself that I didn't want to be. And so there was this shift in that my suffering became like the curriculum for creating the life that I wanted to lead. And, and, and so, you know, that whole awareness of where you are to where you start is the perfect place to be. So own your shit without shame or guilt because guilt has no glory and shame is a deadly, deadly, deadly emotion. You know, don't look at it from that point of view. Stop telling yourself you're a fuck up and all that other stuff. Stop, stop telling that because that self-talk, you know, I kind of skipped over that. But that's very, very important. 
that self-talk and that self-thought is really important. And to interrupt those thoughts when you start this process, I always would stomp my feet and say no out loud. I had to be really bold about it because I had been, you know, I had been playing it for so long. I had to be super bold. And so get super bold with interrupting those thoughts. Start telling yourself stuff different. And maybe before you even do that, just start realizing what you are saying to yourself to, in the first place. Become aware of the names you call yourself, of the ways you treat yourself when a mistake is made. Start getting aware of those things. And then begin to start changing those processes so that you can then start. That's why people do affirmations and things. And, you know, some of the processes I think are helpful and some aren't. You don't want to, you don't want to try to go completely over the edge to where you don't believe it at all. Just kind of start small and changing that story, that narrative around whatever that is in your self-talk. Don't be dead broke and evicted and tell yourself, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, I'm a millionaire, because that's just going to be rejected and put into a file somewhere that just somehow continues that coming. You know, start, start small. I'm capable of making more money if it's about money, whatever it is. You know, just start small and just start realizing how you talk to yourself and start thinking about how what, you know, even think about what the emotion that creates. Because your common, you know, theme is run by your, you know, common belief system. Just start changing these things little by little. None of this is an overnight process. But I'm going to tell you, I live a much happier, peaceful, and, and joy-filled and gratitude-filled life today than I ever thought that was possible for me to do. And so I would never bullshit you with stuff that's just fancy to hear. I am amazed every single day that I'm living this life as compared to the life that I just knew I was destined to die in. And so I know that if I can do this, anybody can do this and, you know, start where you are. And thank you for spending this time with me. And I really hope that this helps. And, you know, because to me, the process is more of a mind emotion. We'll talk about the spirit part of it um, maybe next week. I better check my calendar before I make any promises. <laughs> this has taught me a lot, you know, uh, to do, you know, I've never done that before in my life. And as my friend Pamela, you know, says, and I agree, things happen for a reason. And, you know, maybe just what happened with her, I think, really just helped me hone in on on what we're talking about tonight and being able to realize my own tools and my own path and how they've been put into practice and what a difference it makes. It really makes me connect to this even more, even more. So again, you know, I apologize to Carrie Rosenberger and we will see her in January. Y'all can follow her on Instagram at Carrie Life Coach. Um, it's right there. 
make sure that you check out Pamela Tapjian's book. I didn't come this far to only come this far. And if you want the uh, 12 Universal Laws of Success by Herbert Harris, go to Amazon.com and type in Herbert Harris right there. It is an amazing book. It will probably forever be one of my staples. And I've got more. And as soon as Martin John finishes his book, his interpretation of the Tao Te Ching, that will become a constant staple in my arsenal and my life as well. So y'all, I, I love you so much. And I'm so grateful that you spent this time with me. Please do all the things. If you're not already a subscriber on YouTube, I would be so grateful if you would do that for me. You know, you just go to youtube.com forward slash at recovery soul food. That seems to be the quickest way to get there. I appreciate it. Remember, if you want to help us keep going and growing, you can also become a supporter on uh, anchor.fm forward slash recovery soul food. You can like us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all the stuff. I appreciate y'all so much. You can also listen on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and Spotify. The video portion of this, the replay is up on Spotify as soon as I'm done almost in about an hour after broadcast. So Please help us go, help us grow, help us go. And I look forward to coming back in season uh, five. Hey, before I go, I, Pamela brought up a great point that, you know, remember on December 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, that's going to be the last uh, season four episode. And we're going to do it with a live question and answer session on all the platforms while we're live. Um, and I really would love to have if anybody's willing some maybe some moderators or somebody who's um, technically inclined that could maybe help me field some of these questions across different platforms we stream to six different platforms at once so if anybody's willing to help me um, please dm me direct message me on instagram at recovery underscore soul food um DM me there because I get those quicker than anywhere else um, if you are willing to help. And y'all get your questions ready. We can talk about any of this stuff. Um, I'm open to questions about, you know, growth, about healing, about recovery, about addiction. I'm, you know, I'm open to, to personal questions about, you know, any of my journey, my stories, anything. Um, I just want to really connect with all of you and we're going to come back in season six with kind of some some new added things and some just maybe. Uh, well, I don't want to give away too much, but you're going to love it. I know I'm going to love it. Um, so join us on December 31st live right back here, wherever you are at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for that. Get your questions in. I love you guys so much. DM me. Instagram at recovery underscore soul food and make sure you get with me about that. I love you guys. Have an amazing week until next time. Oh, bye.